I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Have you ever watched an apocalyptic sci-fi movie and wondered, could any of this really happen? I'm Carrie Bechet, and on Hypothetical, we explore what-if questions two ways, through speculative science fiction and through insight from the world's most brilliant scientists. And spoiler alert, your favorite sci-fi movies aren't nearly as far-fetched as you may think. Time travel with me into our possible futures on Hypothetical. New episodes every Tuesday available on all podcast apps. That's Hypothetical, H-Y-P-E-R-T-H-E-T-I-C-A-L. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Wallentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we are talking about the 18th Amendment. So grab a beer. And let's get civical. loved you from afar for oh so my God. long yeah i feel like uh, we just pass by all pass the time by. just hey. ships in the night yeah set head ahoy ahoy matey ahoy, land ho <laughs> i just feel like hi it took me four to like minutes to get to ahoy and you just like casually like land ho this is let's get civical <laughs> yep sure is we're not talking about nautical stuff weirdly <laughs> enough we're no. not that's not this episode no no but stay tuned maybe <laughs> maybe in the future hit us back in a couple months should we talk we'll about the navy at some point maybe oh yes or Can pirates we, 
I what? want your um your relative to. Uh, can we interview your relative? Sure, <gasps> sure. The the Mayflower. Sorry, that's not my relative, but I just thought the Mayflower. <laughs> Did you have a relative on the Mayflower? I actually don't know for sure. Probably not. My Probably my not. lineage is not strong, but like you just never know. No. Somebody could have been. I would have been like a stowaway. Like in the, in the bottom of the ship. The, yeah, I wouldn't. My my family line shouldn't have been on the Mayflower, <laughs> but like could have snuck on to the Mayflower. That's my brand. My heritage is polish and so we did not nobody's on the mayflower. nobody was on the mayflower no we weren't even sneaking on we no. weren't allowed oh. no um but today we're talking about weirdly again not the mayflower <laughs> but none other than the 18th amendment and we have an uber super goober special guest yes we do <laughs> uber did you like the description of you uber super does goober? that feel I'm is that blushing, accurate honestly. i literally I'm i was blowing. like sort of like taking you in and was like how how do i put into words i feel you know? like i've been shot out of a cannon of flattery <laughs> like just really <laughs> darling it only goes up <laughs> we do have a very uber special guest today amanda hunt and her new show is called monica Lewinsky sings your heart out and she's joining us today she's gonna to help us talk about the 18th Amendment and Prohibition. Yes. Hello. I'm so excited. I really just realized that none of us are drinking right now. And I know it's only, it's 10 in the morning on a Monday. So right. like that would maybe be a sign of problems. But right. like <laughs> it is, it is, we we missed a moment here. Well, but, but here's here's the thing. So when I was doing the research for this episode, it's two, I was going to like, we'll do them together. The 18th and the 21st Amendments. We'll put them together because they're, they belong like the right. Prohibition and then the Repeal. Yes. And then it's so much information. Too much, too much. Too yeah. much for one episode. And I was like, okay, we'll do part one, part two. Part one, part two. Oh my God. So now we're in, but we're in prohibition. Like this is pro, like it's this appropriate that we're not easy. drinking oh, because yeah. it's prohibition. Oh, you're amendment. right. So we should drink when we record part so two. So in two weeks at 10 a.m. we should record part two. I want a Bloody Mary. Great. <gasps> okay. Yep. <laughs> Don't make a sound. Okay. <laughs> Nobody move. Okay. Nobody move. <laughs> but yeah, uh, prohibition. What a bad idea. Okay. <laughs> That's my hot take. And, and uh, thank done. you so much for joining us. We love you so much. No, I'm going to, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about just like quick facts about the 18th amendment. Just roll with me. Okay. Prohibition was called, oh my God, this is absolutely know, trash. Right? It was called quote unquote, the noble experiment. Yikes. 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 Doodle. Off, off to Yikes. a very bad start. <laughs> The noble experiment? Who came up with this? Whoever Somebody named Gregory. Yeah. <laughs> it's very proud. Yeah. He <laughs> was like, wait, wait, Bob, I've got it. Write this down. The noble experiment. And they were like, Greg Noble, we're not naming this after. No, <laughs> we're not doing it. Sit down, Greg. Sit down, Greg. This is bad. Okay. You know, wow. Bad title. Bad title. So this was the noble experiment. All right. It was different from prior amendments, the 18th Amendment, because it set a time limit for ratification and a timeline for implementation. So they like they finally do like specific work. Yeah. But it's about drinking. Yeah. And they're super specific about it because they were like, OK, we're going to pass it. If it passes on this day, it gets a year from when it's ratified to take. I mean, and it, yeah, it all happened pretty quickly. Oh, and they put it in. It must be it, so nice to like see an issue and then like act super quickly on it. Right. And then just have the whole world, not world, but the whole country impacted. Right. Because Congress is like, you know what? 
Done. Done. Too wow. much drinking. A decisive Congress that acts quickly in the best interest of the country. It's yeah. a sci-fi. What an interesting. No. What a sci-fi. A sci-fi. <laughs> what a, it's a noble God. experiment of sorts. <laughs> is this steampunk? What is what? <laughs> this? Is they're all the like original. on a blimp somewhere? This yeah. is Jules Verne. This is oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jules Verne. Yes. Okay. We love. So the amendment, the 18th Amendment, was ratified on January 16th, 1919 good year for me and it took effect on january 16th 1920 and literally a year to the day that's because that's because that's what, the word that's the, the rules yeah. okay. and my birthday and kate moss's birthday are january 16th and so <gasps> the amendment was a capricorn stubborn wow. wow wow fun fact i my sister is is pregnant and her due date is january 17th <gasps> maybe it'll be early oh my gosh. Maybe. Ooh, this is such a great time to have a birthday because it's right next to martin luther king so yes. you get to feel like wow oh. we're kind of the same um mm-hmm. like we're both same like energy. incredibly like great people yes. fighting for a good cause and a lot of times you get a three-day weekend i love that that's so nice. i love that yes. see i my birthday is always around labor day but i always felt the opposite because i've talked about this before in grade school like nothing oh, was ready yeah. like yeah. the posters weren't up they didn't have the birthday pencils yet like people weren't ready to have a birthday coming right back to yeah. school and so i feel like I was always sad about that. This is going to feel manipulative, but I don't mean it to be. My birthday is next week. um, And... (laughs) In Texas, we how ha- dare you? I know, I know. This is gonna seem like I'm I'm being a jerk, but um, no, guys, my birthday is next week, and it's her health insurance birthday. It's my, it's my health. I'm losing it. Bye. Oh my gosh! So, happy birthday! Thank you. Happy death day! It's so exciting to be uh, alive for the little time I have left. Um, I'm I'm doing this episode with the full last cast on my wrist, so it's so exciting to be fragile. Um, but in Texas, school didn't start until like at the last week of August. And so I was never in school for my birthday. So nobody like mm. made a fuss. You know, like I had to like yeah. make the effort for people to come over to make the fuss. Like yeah. it was very, anyways, it's not about that. It's about prohibition. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So back to prohibition. Great. Hit me. This is what the <laughs> amendment said. This is, this is the pen to parchment. Right. Se- there's sections, obviously, because... You, you, know, you gotta have sections. You gotta, you gotta have, have sections. sections, or else I'm gonna get bored. You know. So section one said, <clears throat> after one year from ratification of this article, the manufacturer, sale, or transportation of intoxicating liquors, <laughs> as opposed to non-intoxicating <laughs> liquors, <laughs> within the importation thereof into. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, lawyers this, are the worst. Uh, <laughs> so bad. <laughs> They're attacking me. <clears throat> The importation thereof into or the exportation thereof from the United States and all territory subject to the jurisdiction thereof for beverage purposes <laughs> is hereby prohibited. You didn't need 18 of those words. Literally, you could have just said, <laughs> literally in one year, no one can drink. No one can sell it. No, no one, one can, can sell, sell it. Yeah. No one can make it. Don't think the about it. The drinking isn't in there. Yeah. You oh, wait, can drink it. Yeah. You can drink it. Yeah, you're you right. better have had it. Yeah. You uh you, or you better have found it. Yeah. yeah. But you, you can't stumble buy upon it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like finding a quarter. If you find it, oh, jug of whiskey. It's yours. A, jug, a jug of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. If you find it, it's a, it's your jug of whiskey. <laughs> your jug of whiskey. And you can drink it all day long. That's right. Yeah. But you can. better not buy another one. You cannot know. buy it. You cannot manufacture, sale or transport intoxicating liquors within the importation thereof into. <laughs> 
That's not, I'm not even, that's not us being facetious. That's what it says. That's what it that's says. That's the pen to parchment. There All are right. three therefores. They were drunk when they wrote this. This is bullshit. <laughs> this is literally me drunk texting. This is the kind of shit I drunk text. I'm like, hey, babe, import me thereof in two. <laughs> oh, God, I haven't been imported thereof in two in way too long. <laughs> Look, uh, this, been is, a while. this is drunk texting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that was section one. <laughs> she was great. Section one was drunk. Section two, let's see. <laughs> she's she's a she's a short one. The Congress and the several states shall have concurrent power to enforce this article by appropriate legislation. I just feel like sometimes I'm like, you don't need to say that. Who else is gonna enforce it? Like obviously. <laughs> That's your job. But also, is Congress, like, enforcing it? Like, Congress isn't going out and enforcing it. They're They're like, no. law, and then... I'm Representative Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Are you doing it? Have you sold out all? And yeah. Greg's like, say it's the noble experiment. Say it's the noble Can you please, when you knock on the door, the door yeah. just say, just say, say it, please Yeah. Say it. Notice the noble experiment, the name, the title, did not make its way into the actual the amendment. amendment. I know. It's like... It's nobody like calls they, like, it that. Called it casually, like behind closed doors. You know, it's like the nickname. <laughs> the noble. So that was section two, cute and crisp. Yeah. Section three. This article shall be inoperative unless it shall have been ratified as an amendment to the Constitution by the legislatures of the several state as provided in the Constitution within seven years from the date of the submission hereof to the states by the Congress. Wow. They put in a kill switch. <laughs> yeah, they did. It's literally Abba. <laughs> I saw you. I saw your jaw like drop. I know. That was like, me. They already bailed on it before they, they were passing it and they were like, we're not going to well it's a noble experiment no and i know it that sounded like i was improving because this is how i improv but this is not this is exactly what they wrote this is exactly what they wrote i believe i'll never go back and check i, I don't believe <laughs> nobody's gonna read this this is a bad this is a poorly written amendment this is a bad noble experiment it's a bad noble experiment <laughs> that's for sure yes and as we've said it's important to note that prohibition did not ban drinking alcohol no just the manufacture transportation and sale yeah not consumption not consumption. I wonder who was manufacturing and selling the alcohol. Like, was it people who were poor? Was it non-white people? Like, why? A lot why of them were it, like a lot of them are immigrants. Part of it was a response to Germany because it was World War One. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the manufacturers were German immigrants, mm. and so part of it was like we don't like the Germans, so we're gonna stop. I mean, that wasn't the whole thing. Obviously, like men were beating their wives and children. But, oh, but that's potato, honestly like, never moved Congress to do anything. I know. No, literally, they won't even pass the violence against, they won't re-up that, the violence against women. Well, re-up because, that like, bad uh, you know, what a drug. What yeah, a, what it a, is, like, it's like if the if the amendment weren't so shrill, they could I maybe know. pass I, it. I, I know. <laughs> if they would stop saying the word like, like Call maybe we could pass yeah, it. Yeah, it's just yeah. like the vocal fry amendment. Yeah, uh, it is the vocal fry amendment, <laughs> and like, really. <laughs> but it, it, I read, I read, um, not to brag, I did read the Wikipedia about this amendment. Oh my God. Thank you so much. God, yes. I don't I don't want to call myself that, but I'm happy for you to say that. I think uh, I'll say it. I think <laughs> honestly, like we've settled into each other enough and I will say that. It's you know, it was a little vulnerable for me, but you're a scholar. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um ready to accept any honorary degrees any university wants to throw at me but uh it what they said like there were that like people who were for it were protestants and people mm-hmm. who were against it were catholics mm-hmm. and jews and german immigrants and like other immigrants and uh it it is very interesting it's always very interesting when it's like oh why was this passed like who yeah who, who is benefiting from this and <laughs> right. who is like please don't do this yeah, yeah. 
I like the Catholics. They're like, literally the blood of Christ is wine. I don't know what you want us to do. <laughs> what are we supposed to not to drink the blood of Christ? <laughs> well, you could drink. You, you could, could do still... it for like religious stuff or for yeah, medicine. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. So then. So well, yeah. Medicine. For medicine. But why is there was so much alcohol in medicine? It's, Another thing Wikipedia said. Yeah. Totally. Laudanum. It's the original like medical marijuana. Yeah. It's like, like have a medical little alcohol. dram of whiskey. Right. It, it loosens the bowel. You know, like yeah. it's. <laughs> Oh, and the thing you want loose. Sure does. <laughs> it keeps you loose goosey. Yeah. So the eighteenth amendment. So like Yes, look, that's look. the best segue. Okay, so the eighteenth amendment. Okay. I'm gonna start using that just like in my day to day life. When I'm just like, you know, like on a date being like, so um the eighteenth amendment. Like what? <laughs> How do you feel about how that? You just you temperature check, that? what's up with that, you know? <laughs> but so like we said, they had the amendment gave Congress the right and actually encouraged them to like pass a piece of legislation to like make the banning of selling and transporting alcohol illegal, make it like effective. So they passed the Volstead Act. Volstead, bad name. Volstead. What do you want to guess at why it's called that? From, from Georg Volstead. <laughs> Accurate. No, I don't know if it's, his name's not Georg, but yeah, oh. no, it was the guy in the Senate. Judiciary Committee who wrote the bill. What's his first name? It's less embarrassing than the Noble Experiment. Yeah, the Noble Experiment was real. We we don't know. Wait, who came up with that name? Do we say? No, we don't know. Well, it's fine. Um, It doesn't matter. They shouldn't. I don't think it's like anybody came up with it. I think it was just like... People were just like... It was such a noble... This is noble. It's such a self-congratulatory like... They were the do-gooders because they were also like... They were for abolition and like all, and then there was something else that they were working on too. It was like all of the, they were the moral group of people who were like trying to get all these moral things done. Yeah, they're so So they good. called it the noble, experiment. the noble experiment. It is interesting that it's the same, that is the same group of people. Like I, like there, people were dying at like a 30% rate from cirrhosis mm-hmm. when yes. they passed the amendment. So it is like, that is like a major public health crisis. Yeah. Like, would it be like if they outlawed opioids now? Right. Oh, that's such a good point. Because like, if you like, if thirty percent of the men you knew died of cirrhosis, <laughs> would you be like, well, well I, alcohol is pretty bad. It does actually yeah. seem bad. <laughs> Seems like we don't have a real, like, real good handle on this. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want brunch taken away from me. You know, <laughs> take it from my cold dead hands. But right. I, maybe they would be cold dead hands because. 30% of the population because you're dead my liver is done and I am dead so they passed the Volstead Act to effectuate the 18th amendment I said effectuate effectuate <laughs> effectuate wow that is startup language you're effectuating <laughs> they passed the Volstead Act it was officially known as the National Prohibition Act not a great title sorry no nope nope or HR, because do we remember House Resolution when we did the episode on we do on Bill we do bills. I'll never forget that episode <laughs> H.R. 6810, and it defined the terms of the implementation of the amendment. It passed on October 28th, 1919, when the Congress uh, overrode the president's veto. So you're the man that you hate. Say his name. Woodrow Wilson. She hates Woodrow Wilson. Why? Because chemistry? No, no, yeah, because he's an ex, and like honestly, like (laughs) it's just like so rude. And it's it's all coming back to you now. Treat me like trash. Like you can treat me like trash. I won't eat it at TGI Fridays. My ex used to cook there. Wow. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, Yeah, there's places that I can't go in the city anymore (laughs) because of Woodrow Wilson, my ex. Um, No, Woodrow Wilson was just sort of like a wet blanket, and uh, he basically perpetuated the Second World War by not doing anything about um, the ongoing threat of Hitler's rise. 
Gotcha. Such a bummer. Such a bummer. Um, yeah. So he was like, look, people's livers are squirting out of their butts. People are yes. beating their children and their wives. But like, I don't want to get all harsh I don't want to. I don't want to get my hands dirty. Yeah, he didn't. Ah, okay. He didn't like it. Didn't he took like it. issue with the second part of the act that called for enforcement of wartime measures because he felt they were unnecessary, which is true because they had passed earlier. They had passed this like wartime prohibition that like when it took effect, when they passed it and it took effect, the war was like the armistice had been signed a week before. So they like passed this thing, the Wartime Prohibition Act, to like limit the sale of alcohol because they wanted to use the grain for the war. Mm -hmm. But when they passed it, the war was already fucking over. Right. And so Woodrow Wilson was like, I don't, but this is stupid, you guys. Like this war is done and I don't agree with the second part. So he vetoed it. That's a salient point. It's a salient point. Like he's not wrong. Yeah. You still have me in the breakup. Right. I I mean like, sure. Yeah. Like every... Like, you know, evil, per- like Hitler was a painter, you know, like everybody does something that's like <laughs> George Bush is a painter. <laughs> yeah. People contribute. It, like, I get it. Like, OK, yep. cool. But it doesn't like like force for the trees, Woodrow, force sure. for the trees. Like Come literally yes. also people in Congress are probably like, I don't know. It seems like Germany might do something a little weird and like under 10 years from now. So why don't we just like <laughs> just keep the grain just in case, just in case. <laughs> and like Woodrow was like, no, no, I'm not going to get involved. We're done. We're done. The doors are closed. Oh my God, it feels like drawn. it's here. The lights are <laughs> off. Direct quote. Which right, is direct quote. <laughs> yes, I read that in his biography. Mm-hmm. Yes. The curtains yeah. are closed. The curtains are closed. Curtains are closed. A bio of Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> lights are off. Nobody is home. The Woodrow Wilson story. <laughs> so the, yeah, the act passed the house uh, 287 to 100. Okay. So they overrode his veto. And then the Senate was like, we see you and we raise you. And they passed it 57 to 20. I mean, these were not like small margins. No, this is big. The vote was like. We haven't seen this large of a margin since uh, the 18th Amendment. Since the 18th Amendment. (laughs) Hello. So I went to Woodrow Wilson's, the, um, the. presidential library site i I'm, I'm looking at this right now and i'm just like like i feel so attacked where is his presidential library oh, i don't know i didn't see i'm, I'm curious they they won't they won't let me in okay it doesn't matter <laughs> they're gonna see you walk up and be like uh-uh uh-uh, uh-uh. No. Hey, hey hey no she's gonna call some no. shit this is like someone trying to go to a wedding to yeah. break it up like yeah. they're like get out of here you're only here I to object. cause trouble <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you can't object to a library yes i can and i will <laughs> So the presidential library says of his veto, I just thought this was so funny. They say (laughs) his veto attempt was ultimately informed not by the size of his wine cellar, but by his desire. But by his desire to protect the rights of citizens from improper legislation. You're lying, Woodrow. (laughs) You're lying. Protect the rights of citizens from improper legislation. Mm hmm. And stuff I can I can see his point you know yeah, I can see his can point see well sure but Woodrow's got a big ass wine cellar and that's not oh oh our intern Houston has just told me that the Woodrow Wilson Presidential Library is in Staunton Virginia Stanton okay great Stanton Virginia <laughs> there's a U in there I don't know what it was doing we have to go we have to go get the car <laughs> guys we're gonna take a brief break and uh, when we come back to you we'll be uh you'll be hearing me be uh, uh rejected from the Woodrow Wilson presidential library thrown out of the presidential library <laughs> in a yeah. very light southern Virginian yeah. accent uh, I beg your pardon <laughs> yeah. you have no idea what Woodrow and I have been through those many years ago 
Um, well, he was allowed to have that wine cellar, though, right? Like, he's allowed because he's already bought it. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, he's got like, this wine cellar. And again, I can see why you fell for him initially. He's just a big wine cellar. Um, I'm but- always, if I walked into somebody's apartment and they were like, oh, I have a wine cellar, I'd be like, amazing. I do. I do. <laughs> yeah. Someone proposes to me right now and says, I've got a wine cellar. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I don't need to know anything else. No, because that that's just like a that's the lifestyle I want. Yes. yes. A wine cellar? I can't keep a bottle of wine in the house if I tried. <laughs> I'd just crush that thing. I you know people like I'm gonna save it <laughs> for special occasion. I don't have special occasions. Or I have investment? Tuesdays, you know? I have Tuesdays. Yes. The people who have wine as investments, I'm like, but how do you not drink just drink it. it? I don't know. I mean, it's when you've got so much space and you're like how can I fill this? And then you buy cases and cases right. of wine. So first, the idea of having space for a single case of wine is mind-boggling Mog- to us yeah. city right. dwellers. Yeah. You know, like yeah. a case of wine. I have a couch. I don't have. T- I can't have uh, both. Yeah. I don't know you what know? to do with my like pot lids right yes. now. Like it's they're really <laughs> they're overwhelming they're my bedroom. Around me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I sleep with them, and it's very stressful. It's hard to keep a man. You know what I mean? Like, like just push the pot lids over. <laughs> Clink, 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 clink. Yeah. Just push the pot lids over. If I had a nickel for every I'm... time I've said that to a man. It's a burden. Let me tell you, I'd have a wine cellar. <laughs> we would be having cases of wine right now. Yeah. <laughs> man. You guys, I can't even continue. Back to the, okay, back to the 18th Amendment. Um, okay, okay. So Woodrow was like, honestly, this seems like it's going to disproportionately affect citizens. Yeah, he was, yeah, like, he was trying this... to be the hero that nobody asked him to be, you know? Yeah, a very unpopular hero. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, tough, tough. Yeah. So then the act, like I said, gave teeth to the amendment because it defined the process procedures for banning alcoholic beverages. The law provided for penalties for abuse of the law that included fines of up to two thousand dollars and prison sentences of not less than one month and not more than five years. Damn, that's a fucking long time. That's five a years, long time for selling alk. Two thousand dollars in like nineteen twenty. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of. That's a lot of money for me now. Oh, I couldn't. I couldn't I do couldn't it. I'd be do like, it. lock me up. <laughs> yeah, lock me if up. Somebody was like, you can either pay two thousand dollars or you can go to prison for one month to five years. I'd be like, dope. Call my parents. I'm going away. <laughs> I do wonder, and like, I know we're not talking about the twenty first amendment today. That's not yeah. where we are. That's not who we are. That's not who we are. But That's like, not who we are. But I do wonder if you're in jail during if you're jailed for five years for selling that booze and then it gets ratified are you still in jail uh, i imagine uh that the sentence would be vacated vacated yeah because we're not doing that now for that marijuana that's true dealers so that's true i, I just i just wonder that is an excellent point we will do that research <laughs> you. i can't wait happens. i'm on pins okay, and needles should, for the 21st Amendment. You should come Amendment. back for the 21st Amendment episode. I would, do you love to. to. We'll I would come love back. to come back. Yeah. Amazing. You should come back. Okay, we'll great coordinate. Deal. Guys, um, stay tuned. We'll be drinking at 10 a.m. <laughs> we'll be drinking at 10 a.m. <laughs> Bloody Mary's. Know, we're all going to be intoxicated. Okay, I'm bringing stuff to make Bloody Mary's. Everybody's having one. It'll be amazing. It'll be amazing. <laughs> I'm so excited. I fucking love Bloody Mary's. I know you do. <laughs> I literally just had an exorcism. I love them so much. <laughs> I, I could have I could have one right now and, and that's I'm not I'm not an alcoholic I don't have a problem I just really like Bloody Marys mm. there's a difference there's yeah. a difference there's, there's a, a difference, difference. you're Bloody Mary connoisseur yeah. thank you yeah yeah so penalties and then uh any premises that were um were intoxicating liquor was manufactured sold kept or bartered was in violation of the law could be deemed guilty 
um, the people who owned the establishment could be de deemed guilty of a misdemeanor. Um, and upon conviction would be fined not more than $1,000 or be imprisoned for not more than one year. So like so the people who own the establishments. Yeah. And then, but like if I sold you booze, then that would be like the $2,000 level punishment. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Which in 1919, $2,000 was a million dollars. I don't, it's a lot. A lot of it's, money. It's yeah. a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't. I, I, I would, I'd be in prison. Okay. Yeah, that would <laughs> be 100% be in prison. Um, the Volstead Act charged the U.S. Treasury Department with enforcement for new restrictions and then defined which intoxicating liquors were forbidden and which were excluded from prohibition. Like you said, like Amanda said, it was the like alcoholic beverages for religious consumption. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Excluded. Uh, excluded. And yeah, you could like get a prescription. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I another thing I saw and this was in the 1800s, and but I don't know when it got taken away. There's a drug called laudanum. That was opium dissolved in alcohol. Yeah, so these are the kinds of medications like we're talking. It sounds time. like my kind of Bloody Mary. You know what I mean? <laughs> it sounds like you're in the thirty percent of cirrhosis. Yes. <laughs> you know, if, saying, if a doctor's like, like, "You're feeling bad. Let me give you this to make you feel right, better," right. and your liver's just like, "Please stop." <laughs> oh, Literally saying, but, "Like, don't do anything else." <laughs> yeah. But then the opium just makes you feel so good about it. Right? Oh yeah. I mean, love my cirrhosis. We all, God, now I want, you know, like now. <laughs> Just kidding. It. Oh, God. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. And then it, it, the act, the Volstead Act allowed for manufacturing of fruit beverages for family use. <laughs> Well, yeah. which am that I, is prison toilet wine. Like that is like that stuff will take the enamel off of your teeth. My yeah. grandfather used to make fig wine. Mm -hmm. And he would like when I was little, I would help him like put it in bottles in the Aww. kitchen. It, it was a setup. Like, yeah. He had there were barrels and casks and he like he would ferment that stuff and he would like suck it like to get it out of the pot, like into bottles. He would like suck it up. And then put it into the little thing through a tube. We still have some. We break it out on like special family occasions. It is so strong. It's yeah. like Everclear, right? Yeah. It's so, I mean, a sip and you're drunk. It's so strong. And like, it's sweet because it's fig. So it's like, it's not, you're not going to pour it for like a nice dinner. No. It was bootleg. It was. Bless my grandfather. That's some bathtub so, moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. So the one reason that people tried to push for this bill that seems pretty reasonable, which is people get too drunk and then they do bad things to their families. They mm -hmm. were like, well, we're not actually going to make that hard. No. Like, you can still your drink family. your fig wine with yeah. your family yeah. who you're feeding. Hey, we're keep all Christians here. If Come you, on. If you have the ambition to make your own wine, do you? Uh, yeah. Look, do you? Yeah. Potato, tomato. Yeah. You do you. Potato, tomato. Beat the crap out of your beat wife. Beat the crap out of your wife. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you what to do mm -hmm. with your fig wine. Because no. I like. I get why. Why a lot of the like. Um, Oh my gosh, what are the women who are pushing for the vote? What are their suffragettes? names? Suffragettes. Thank you. I get why like that's the suffragette movement was yeah. paired with this yeah. mm -hmm. because women had so few rights and it's mm -hmm. like, well, we can't stop our husbands from doing anything terrible to us um, and the police won't punish them, but maybe we can get them less drunk so they don't want to do so it. Like, be right. us. yeah. I'm sympathetic to I'm sympathetic to like the reasons for the bill, but then it seems like the bill doesn't address or the amendment doesn't address 
any of the well, like no, grassroots. No, it's not about like right. people's well-being. That's not what it's about. It's about keeping those Germans from making beer. It's about beer. the Germans. Yeah. It's about <laughs> keeping the Germans from making beer. Those damn Germans. While not intervening in Germany at all, just punishing like German Americans. Right, yeah. And like making them pay for the entire cost of the First World War. And you're like, okay, well, I would be angry too as a yeah. German. Yeah. Like I, that would make me a little mad as well. I Even love this. Great. So my next section is basically like a, a oral history of us drinking in the United States. <laughs> You're welcome. Great. You're so welcome. Um, us the, personally or us, the U dot S dot us. <laughs> <U. laughs> um, this is the first bullet point. Is this a quote? Americans have long enjoyed a good drink. Or is this your interpretation of something you're reading art? And I just want to know. This was my interpretation of something I was reading, and obviously I was watching British television. <laughs> Americans have long enjoyed a good drink. I mean, it's important to step outside yeah. when you're observing a subject, I yes. think. So it's very smart. Yeah. Are there Thank like you. U's and E's on the ends of those notes? <laughs> God, I wish that I would lose it. I wouldn't be able to read it. Um, so because the Americans have long enjoyed a good drink. The early ships that came over from England to Massachusetts Bay carried more beer than water. Which, like, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Water back water across the ocean? Uh, you're like <laughs> looking at water. Like you don't want to think about water, you know? Yeah. yeah. Water schmatter, you know? Yeah. Early Americans drank a cup of whiskey at breakfast, <laughs> a tipple at lunchtime, glasses at dinner, and finished the day with a nightcap. Quote, continuous imbibing, imbibing? Mm -hmm. Imbibing clearly built up a tolerance as most Americans in the 1790s consumed an average of 5.8 gallons of pure alcohol a year. Holy crap. Yeah, I know this is from BBC.com. We love a cup of whiskey in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> a cup of whiskey in the morning. Yeah. A cup. A cup is so much. Like, I won't have a cup of whiskey for my whole life, I don't think. I'm not a brown liquor person. That's okay. Uh, That's okay. <laughs> I love I love a good whiskey, but I don't think a cup every morning. But uh, Arden gave me a by comparison. By comparison, we w dot e dot it drink about two <laughs> gallons on average now. So it was five point eight gallons in 1790, and now it's two gallons. But think about 1790. It's it's dark all the time. Yeah, there's eight people and there's a no goat sun. in. Mm, yes. There is no sun. The sun no hasn't sun. been. We haven't built it yet. Yeah. And so it's like, what else are you gonna do? You you I, like you just spend your time going out and, and like chopping down a tree, and you're always everybody is always building a house. <laughs> There's construction. There's construction everywhere. everywhere. Imagine the your freaking carriages. scaffolding. Like here in New York now, it's oh like you come across a building and you're like, is this the building I used to go to? It has scaffolding in front of it. Yes. That's your whole life in the 1790s. Your whole life There's is no just... sun to identify anything with no scaffolding abounds there's scaffolding like abounds. there's wolves i assume i don't know i like because <laughs> we're talking about massachusetts right. like oh yeah like famously full of wolves you and you'll probably get dysentery uh -huh. at some point from what drinking else the water that you drinking the water the yes you brought disgusting water yes. better chase it down with cup of whiskey One every cup morning of whiskey. oh my god it's like now i like to have a little like kefir yogurt in the morning and like that <laughs> that's your cup of whiskey that's my cup of whiskey so i'll just take a little swig i live alone so i can just like drink straight from the bottle i love that uh you. i'm a wild woman oh my god. but wow replacing that with a whole cup of a whiskey, whole cup of whiskey. That's a, that though i bet those houses were really structurally sound that they i know i know <laughs> they all leaned slightly <laughs> yeah. windows yeah. this big enough for a cat 
Back to our drinking timeline. So just to refresh, in 1790, we were consuming 5.8 gallons. And then we were like, actually, hold my beer. In 1830, <laughs> we were drinking about 7.1 gallons on average. <gasps> which, like... So much alcohol. That's so much alcohol. Were we all doing it? Or was it like more men were doing it? Or more women? Oh, I'm sure it was more men. More men, yeah. It just feels like we weren't allowed to do anything. Yeah, they no. probably didn't even study women. They were no. like... They were well, like, what? What? <laughs> All the people in the United States are doing it, and the people are white men, and everyone else, yeah. who knows what they're doing. So sorry, um, landowning white men were drinking 7.1 <laughs> gallons on average in 1830. Oh. As we drank more, it became a growing ins- uh, concern about the effect alcohol had on society and the basic morality of over-drinking. They were like, is this making us a bad person? That's, is that's it changing our personality? Mm. So a famous early 18th century Puritan minister, Increase Mather, <laughs> What a bad name. Is quoted as saying, drink is in itself a good creature of God. Oh, no. And to be received with thankfulness. But the abuse of drink is from Satan. The wine is from God. But the drunkard is from the devil. He had a slight lisp. And an overbite. And an overbite. Oh my god, what a dork. Like, I know. The line is from God, but the drunkard is from, from the devil. From the devil, yeah. Love the sinner, not the sin. Get out of here. Get out of here. Increase. Come on. <laughs> you fucking loser. <laughs> like, either hate drinking or don't, but don't say it's fine if it's a church. Yeah, I know, yes. right? Alcohol abuse, primarily by men, obviously, was wreaking havoc on the lives of many, particularly in an age when women had few legal rights and were utterly dependent on their husbands for sustenance and support so this is another thing about the morality yep. stuff was like yep. w- women were like <laughs> <laughs> something's gonna can we stop <laughs> like we couldn't have credit cards till like 1970 or something so like it just like the rights that they didn't have back then it's right. wild wild right wild Many abolitionists fighting to rid the country of slavery came to see drink as an equally great evil to be eradicated if America were were ever to be fully cleansed of sin. So it's like, okay, we're going to get rid of slavery. We're going to get rid of alcohol. We're going to cleanse ourselves of sin. Beating the wives. Fine. Yeah, they were like, if you're going to beat your wife, do it sober. Do it sober. That's what God intended. That's what God intended. Read the Bible. Honestly, all over that book. Honestly. Mm -hmm. Matthew 2.3. You know, it's in there. (laughs) Um, Millions of immigrants, mostly from Ireland, Germany, Italy, and other European countries, crowded into the nation's mm, burgeoning? burgeoning cities. They worked hard to assimilate while simultaneously retaining cherished habits and customs from their homelands. Basically drinking. Basically drinking. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And making drink. And making drink. However, there was a concern about financing and money because tax revenue from the sale of alcohol helped supply government coffers. Coffers. There's an I in there. Coffers significantly. Yeah. I was like, alcohol makes a ton of money. Yeah. A ton of money. That's like a big argument about legalizing marijuana. Yeah. Other than the fact that it's a completely safe drug is that you could make so So much much money. money Yeah. If you tax marijuana. Yeah. Yeah. So much money. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. But the ratification of the 16th Amendment in 1913, which allowed for the establishment of income tax, made way for prohibition by diversifying the government's income. So, so they, yeah. they got they basically had other ways to make money other than taxing alcohol yeah. by taxing people's incomes. Because the problem before that was they the it. government would have no real money. Like it was a huge part of their income. Yeah. So how are they going to pay for stuff? So once they passed that amendment, people were like, great. 
Let's now go. we can. We're doing prohibition, baby. The so the, trim the, fat. the the citizens were like, well, we have a little less money, and now we can't drink. Right. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was obviously why, going great. Yeah. Going everyone's great. thrilled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Super happy. And yes. we're 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 going back to war. Yeah. We're that's, going that's, back to war. That's coming up. That's we. Uh, oh well, first thing. we're gonna get real depressed. Oh yeah. First oh yeah. We're and then we're depressed. gonna go we're back gonna lose to war. All what money we did have. This literally is the trajectory of my twenty fifth year of life. It was like alcohol got like made illegal mm-hmm. and then we went to the great depression mm-hmm. and now world war ii is here <laughs> listen you're coming up at the end of your 25th year of life it was the hardest year of my life 20, i hate 25 it. being 25 i had such a quarter life crisis i also had a very tough 25 sorry 25 houston houston's 20 <laughs> oh but you know you know for some people it's great so you actually have something really great to look forward to potentially <laughs> potentially potentially yeah so there were two there were different groups who fought for the passage of the 18th amendment and the volstead act two of them the main ones are the women's christian temperance union we talked about them yep. before before they were founded in uh, november of 1874 in cleveland i'm so sorry my hometown or my home state they became one of the largest and most influential women's groups in the 19th century and they ha- their platform basically included like labor laws prison reform and suffrage very progressive very progressive <laughs> yeah <laughs> honestly like, i like these ladies I know, they're great like, all right good to you yeah. You do you, boo. The group lobbied for local laws restricting alcohol and created anti-alcohol education campaigns that reached into different schoolrooms across the nation. So they were like the original D.A.R.E. program. (laughs) (laughs) So the members of the Women's Christian Temperance Union viewed alcohol as an underlying source of a long list of social ills and found common cause with progressives by trying to ameliorate living conditions of immigrants that were crowded into basically slums, protect the rights of young children working in mills and factories and improve public education and secure women's rights. So like, but ultimately their goal ended up being like the prohibition amendment, but they were working with all of these groups and like tying yeah. in this like whole morality thing. It was really like very interesting. Like you don't think you would see that kind of. Well, like it, it is funny that they kind of ended up just focusing on this one thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like I feel like most groups just focus on one thing and it's right. hard to focus on a lot of things at yeah. the same time. But also there is like a thing of being like, well, we know best. Like there's like a almost like paternalistic, I guess in this case maternalistic like, yeah. approach to it of being like, no, we know that you can't drink. So just trust us. Just so trust us. Yeah. It'll be better for you. It'll, It'll be, be better, better for you. Better. It'll be better. It'll be and better. it's interesting like were these women drinking in their homes? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, so they were one of the groups. The other group that was uh, hugely, largely pivotal was the Anti-Saloon League. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Anti-Saloons. I want a saloon. I, saloons my, are cool. One of my dreams is to own a saloon. A saloon. Can I come? Uh, for sure. I love it. I, I can want I, a saloon. Can I, can, I, can I kick down the doors that swing back and forth? Yeah. <laughs> you got to move fast through I know. those doors, I guess though. <laughs> you... I, you, the way you did, you just kicked and then you stood and I've got I got so nervous. There's no sheriff in <laughs> <laughs> That would totally happen to me. I'm not. Oh I'm not graceful on the feet. <laughs> the yeah. anti-saloon league. Sorry. The anti-saloon league. Yes. I, I, I distracted us. So, uh, what a goofy name. own a saloon and Lizzie will come and do comedy by being her in my saloon. Yes. <laughs> it'll be a site-specific art piece. <laughs> Thank you. That's what it'll be. Yep. They, this group was the group that was willing to form alliances with different constituencies because they were just like their whole goal was no more alcohol, no more saloons. And so they 
they wanted a constitutional amendment that would ban the manufacturer sale and transportation of alcohol. They got their goal. They got their cap, if you will. I love. I will. <laughs> yep. And they worked with like literally anybody, any group. And it's us, the people that they, okay, brace yourself. They united with, okay, this is, from, this is a quote from, I think it's from PBS. They united with Democrats, Republicans, progressives, populists, and suffragettes. The KKK, oh my God. <laughs> the NAACP, <laughs> the International Workers of the World, and many of America's most powerful industri- industrialists, including Henry Ford, John D. Rockefeller, and Andrew Carnegie. Really took a turn. They really took a turn. What? 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 So drinking was like a really, really big problem. It was huge. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Even the KKK was like, we're concerned for human <laughs> life. But also everyone else was like, get the KKK in here. Yeah. <laughs> like, we need, we really, know. like, you know, when it's so bad that we have to like bring the KKK in, we're like, we're going to need the support of the KKK. Like, that's not an aisle I ever want to reach across. No. And they were like, get these guys in here. Call, and, call the K. And call the, the K. NAACP was like, yeah, guys, we gotta we circle gotta get up them here. But we gotta I get feel them like in. the dudes who were in the KKK. I mean, we've all seen fried green tomatoes. Oh, sure, like, that is a fact. Those dudes probably needed the most help getting the alcohol out of their lives. Oh, sure. Like they probably did uh, a lot of good. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, maybe it was like not a. Look, I'm not throwing Biden a bone. I'm just saying, like, maybe <laughs> it was not a bad idea to like have all these people. Well, because you also have to I think about know. this time when, like, the, the a racism was still so rampant. The KKK was yeah. had such a big influence, and they had such political sway. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I don't think we can really wrap our yes. heads around was the that's fact hard. that, like, members of the KKK were governors. Yeah, members of the KKK, yeah, like, were in openly. Congress yeah. openly because yeah. it was fine. Like, oh yeah, it was okay. I mean, the KKK and yeah. the congressman from. Right. So it's like when they're when you're talking about like bringing in members of the KKK, you're talking about bringing in members of Congress. Yeah, Yeah. you're talking about bringing in like like leaders of states. You know, like mayors and governors. Like that's that's just the fact. That's our history. You know, so it's like, is that shitty? Of course. Do we have a problem? Of course. Should we reckon with our history? Please, for the love of God. That is that just made me feel a little bit better about the world today. Just a teeny tiny bit that like. If someone is in the KKK, that's like not okay, and you it's not don't okay. want yeah. to vote for them for no. something. No, yeah. it's literally unacceptable. And if you think it's acceptable, then you are actually doing the devil's work. Yep. It's as be- as our friend, um, uh, what's uh, hold on? Oh, increase. oh, increase. As our friend increase would say. <laughs> oh my god, increase would be like you're um, from actually, the devil. That's of the devil. Like that I just from said Satan that all uh, the time. Like, Come you would on. Just be like, that's of the devil. And she's like, I just want a second portion. I'm just hungry. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> hungry. Can you just get off me? I am for on my one period. Second. <laughs> oh boy, if that's of the that is that of is the of the devil. That is of the devil. Yeah, um, are of the devil. Gotta get an IUD. Yeah. So then, so uh, we also already talked about the thing like that came up chronologically. So like. We're talking about how much people were drinking, the morality of these groups that popped up that were trying to solve the drinking problem and like save the women and the children. Then they passed this like wartime prohibition act that I talked about before. And it was passed on November 18th and it limited the sale of alcoholic beverages that had an alcohol content of greater than 1.28%. Damn. Yeah. 
So you could huh. drink anything else that was under that, like basically kombucha, right? Like yeah, yeah, but like not even like all kombucha. No. Yeah, you yeah. had yeah. to go Lindsay kombucha. Lohan back when she had her monitor. Yeah, I remember and she was like, I was drinking kombucha, and it's like, no way, Lindsay. Like, yeah. Sorry, but no. Shout out to Lindsay. She's a friend of the show. She's a friend of the show. <laughs> wow, hi Linz. Hi Linz. I we watched every episode of Lohan Beach Club. <laughs> it, I'm a worse MTV. person for it. I oh hate my god, it was not. It's not getting a second season. I know it's very upsetting. Still alive? She might still be in Greece. We're not sure. She's definitely living. She's definitely living. But where? I'm not sure. She. I think she's still in um, Mykonos. <laughs> she and Panos are just like, oh, uh, my God, Lindsay. Lindsay. <laughs> it's not about, this is not a, an episode about Lindsay Lohan, but we will do that because she is a national treasure and she's a part a of our history. Treasure. She's, she's right. a part of our history. Yes. Listen, and we have to reckon with her. We have to reckon with her. First, we have to reckon with the KKK. And after that, after we that. have to deal with Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but so then the Wartime Prohibition Act, like we talked about, banned the sale of alcohol over 1.28% because they wanted to use the grain for the war efforts. Mm-hmm. Bless them, love them. Got to get that grain. Got to get that grain because they wanted it to make the food for the soldiers. It's great. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That does make sense. That yeah. does I mean, I knew, I knew that grain was important for war. Couldn't guess why, but I knew that it was important. I, 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 I also was not sure why. No, I'm, no, just, exactly. I'm just like, yeah, it's like grain and steel. That's how you win wars. Like, <laughs> you got to have grain. You got to have steel. Like, and if you don't have rest. Ice. I'm not a general. I'm not. I didn't study. <laughs> no. I didn't. St- I have a BFA in musical theater. I, I don't that. know about war. I you know, know I mean, war. I know about the war of like trying to get apart and that's yeah i've never won it. a battle that of the uh, <laughs> that's why i have to write my own show <laughs> <laughs> that's why you do um yeah they needed it to make the food which i like okay that makes sense that makes me. sense that, that makes sense legitimate. to me give food to our soldiers okay lizzie do fun facts okay i'll do fun facts Fun facts, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts. My favorite thing in the world. Okay. In 1862, the U.S. Navy abolished the traditional half-pint daily rum ration for sailors. Seems like a good idea. It seems aggressive, but it feels like, don't make them drunk at sea. It's like, the more you find out about that time, the more you're like, prohibition was actually such a good idea. Yeah, we really, (laughs) we were really pushing the limits. No one's going to like, do it themselves. The Navy was like, guys, stop. Falling overboard. (laughs) So that's fun fact. Next fun fact. The founding fathers liked to drink. Sam Adams, Samuel Adams, was a partner in his father's malt house. And Thomas Jefferson was famed for importing European wines. Yeah, Thomas really seems like somebody who would like no French wines. He would actually, you about like a... He was a Somalian in his spare time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's a fun fact. Next fun fact. By the late 19th century. I know. Don't say it. I know. This one was weird for me, too. Dipsomania? That's what I thought. Dipsomania? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Dipsomania or alcoholism was being treated as a disease. So this is in the 1800s. They're like, I think this is (laughs) medically a problem. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. Oh, this is fun. The first arrest for driving under the influence of alcohol was in 1897. What were they driving? They didn't have cars. There had to be carriage. The buggy is like... (laughs) And they're like, our horses have had their daily ration of half a gallon of rum. What What is the problem? I love that. In 1955, the first breathalyzer was patented. Wow, 1955. I know. I know. Now you can do That's it. That's like right phone. before we put somebody on the moon. Yeah. Crazy. FDR had a tradition of having a small cocktail party with his most immediate staff, and there were only two rules. Number one, FDR would make the drinks. 
And apparently he made very strong cocktails. And the other rule was that there would be no business discussed. It was a time for him and his staff to relax at the end of the day. So for him, this cocktail set had a very positive association. So it was just like, Literally just making a time where he's like, I want to get drunk and nobody can talk to me yep. about work. But I want all of you to get drunk and I'm going to make all the drinks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look, no he business. understood self-care. I love that. Yeah. Next fun fact. In the early 19th century, businessmen observed the 11s breaking for a daily round of drinks at 11 a.m. Guys, <laughs> it's 11 a.m. <laughs> We're going on an 11. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to be businessmen, we have to. We, and right. that's exactly what we're doing yeah. right now. <clears throat> Next fun fact. There is a rumor that sauerkraut was illegal during Prohibition, but this is false. Uh, however, it could have been since the alcohol content was more than the 0.5% permitted. Sauerkraut? Yeah. Like sauerkraut. The, like, the, like the food. The, the food. Like the, what is it? Onions? No. Cabbage. 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 That's what it is. Yeah. I love it. People, can you can you imagine being like so desperate? You're like, get the sauerkraut. <laughs> I need a hit. <laughs> that's like that's like on um, oh my god, what is that A and E show about addiction? Intervention. Oh, oh yeah, the woman yes. who was drinking mouthwash. Oh, it's really dark. It's yeah. really dark. And if it had been sauerkraut, it would have been Could smelly. You also, smelly. imagine really the other things that would happen to your body if you were trying to get drunk off sauerkraut. I mean, yeah. your in- insides would liquefy. Yes. Right. I would, you yeah. would have 100%. diarrhea. Yeah. Diarrhea. Diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, What's next? What's next? So, like we said, this is a two-parter. So, next time we're going to talk about the 21st Amendment. Like, what changed nationally around Prohibition that people were like, you know what? This is a huge fucking mistake. Fuck <laughs> this. There's, like, a whole black market and gangs that pop up. Like, Al Capone was part of the... the Al! Yeah. You little dog. Um, <laughs> And we'll talk, like, did, did Prohibition work? Did people stop drinking? Did it achieve its goals? Did it? Did it achieve its goals? Yeah, yeah, I love that. What, yeah, I, what a cliffhanger! I know. <laughs> and Amanda will be back with us Amanda's to come back. talk but about the twenty first, the twenty first amendment. amendment. But tell us like when your show is, where people can get tickets. Tell us about your show. So the show is at the Crane Theater uh, downtown in Manhattan. Yeah, um, and it is on August eighth, fifteenth, and twenty second at seven thirty p.m. Uh, it's a show about Monica Lewinsky and other characters from the Clinton scandal and from today so if you like politics at all cool there's something we, for you we dabble we dabble a little bit <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we'll bring the goat we'll bring oh, the goat please bring the goat but don't ha- let him have that whole half gallon of rum <laughs> <laughs> no no we'll limit his intake <laughs> and where can you get tickets oh yes uh you can get tickets on the crane's website or you can go to monica lewinsky sings your heart love yes. a website. that little button incredible amazing i love it guys <laughs> That was our show. That's the show. That's 18th Amendment. That was the 18th Amendment. We are so excited. And we love you so, so much. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much to our Uber Goober special guest. Thank you for having me and for that new that new nickname I'm gonna give myself. (laughs) Look, you can use it. Make it sag. You know what I mean? We uh, love you guys so much. And right now, we at More Banana are doing a crowdfunding moment. So if you want to donate to this amazing network that promotes the voices of women and non-binary individuals, then you can. And we have so many fun perks. There's t-shirts, which literally I'm so excited about. So you can go to morebanana.com slash crowdfund and check it out. Donate if you can. And we love you so, so much. We love you. And we will see you next Wednesday. Yay.